everybody this is julissa thank you so much for coming back to my podcast so i wanted to come and do another um recording about um you know following up what i my previous episode which is it was based about emotional abuse right and like i said to you guys you know in the previous episode that it's funny how as we get older we you know not only do we get wiser and all of that but we learn so much about our own self you know and i feel like i have to say this you know if you are get you know you're growing up and you're getting older and you don't recognize things about yourself there's something missing that something there in your life that you're not you know you're not paying attention you know um it could be anything like for me for example you know i always say i know myself so well that when i feel a pain or something like i know what's happening immediately it's so crazy you know um like you know not to self-medicate myself nothing like that but i already know this is the like i will say something like this is the reason why i have a headache um this is the reason why my, my stomach hurt and it, it's not like oh yeah she ate too much chocolate nothing like that but as you get older you get to recognize things about yourself even so much so about your own body that you're like okay that's strange you know um it's almost like you know every time i go get an oil change for my car they always say to me you know you're the daily driver so you will know immediately when something is off right but it's funny how we as human beings we tend to just be like oh i don't know what that was you know oh you know i feel like i have this eye pain i don't know what that was but then it could be something that you get every month um you know and it's like like there's something that you're doing that's causing that that's you know something that happens so i think you know if you get older depending on your age there's a time where you're like okay i already know why this is happening because i know um even for me like this past you know it's, it was just a weekend so on sunday i didn't have lunch until like after 2 30 p.m which is super late for me and i was like i'm gonna go and get something to eat because if i don't eat i know myself so much that i will get the worst headache ever because i'm i'm waiting too long to put any food in, in me and because of you know just noticing your body so you know everything that happens and you have you learn from your own experiences right so and the reason that i'm talking about that you know going back to the whole episode that i did about emotional abuse which i encourage you guys to listen to is this right so here's the thing though um as we get older we we learn to recognize things that we we wish we never have to live through again and i remember you know in the beginning of the year i remember just really emphasizing in myself that i needed to do something about the work that i was doing where i couldn't really work you know not the you know not what i do with my fashion and my business nothing like that um, because aside of that i also have a full-time job right so i was like i don't want to be there anymore it's not good for my spirit okay i don't like the person i'm becoming when i'm working in that office i have to do something about it you know it's causing me anxiety it's just things like that that i don't want to go through like i'm getting older like if i'm not making changes smart changes to take care of myself i don't know what like what my life is 
you know, if you get to the point and you're like, you know, oh, you know, if, if you quit now, then people are going to think you quit too often, job. Like, you get to a point in an age in life that you're like, I really don't care what people think. Nobody pays your bills. You know, everybody has an opinion and nobody wants to pay your bills. So I'm going to make smart decisions for myself and I'm just going to go for it. So I remember having a meeting with my supervisor and I said, you know, this is causing me anxiety. It's one of those, you know, things that I don't want. I'm trying to avoid. I want to have a good mental health, right? And yes, a lot of the times we as Christians, we look at mental health like, oh, you're not strong enough in the faith, right? People say things like, oh, you need to pray more. You need to, uh, you know, pray fast and all of that. Listen, um, sometimes, you know, you are causing yourself to, to, because of the environment you decided to surround yourself into, is causing yourself to have that. So you can say to God, because, you know, we know faith works, faith without works is there, right? So you can say to God, God, take this away, this anxiety from me. God, this work is too much for me. Take it away, take it away. But you're not really doing anything effectively to get another job. You're not doing anything to move yourself from that situation, so faith without works is dead so if you're asking god you know to remove anxiety from you or you're not going to do anything about it like you know like what do you think is going to happen it's going to be a repeated cycle in your life right so this is what i did i said to myself being in this office is causing me so much anxiety i don't want to live through that again you know i spent it it was already a year right i'm like it's a new year i don't want to live through it again i don't like myself what i'm becoming you know i'm saying comments about things that i see happening in the office that are not good for my spirit you know i'm i becoming like i i used to mac people because they will ask me like a dumb question you know and of course I'm not gonna say it to themselves I will say it to you know within me so it's like me and my spirit mocking people and that's not right so I was like I need to do something about it so I say to my supervisor you know oh, this is causing me anxiety I can't be here anymore this and the other of course you know they're like Thank, thanks be to God because, by the way, I do I did have one of the best supervisors I ever worked with, and she said, "Well, I said to her, I'm ready to give you my two weeks notice." And you know, thanks be to God because I was gonna make it real by shows if I left, right? Um, and she said, "Well, don't just leave. You know, we can probably move move you to a different position within the company." So I, you know, thanks be to supervisors that are like that that care for people because i like i said she's probably one of the best supervisors i ever had but working i have worked also with micromanagement uh, micromanagers uh, people who really don't care they they will somebody will you know they will make it impossible for you to work and then you decide okay i'm quitting you will leave and by the afternoon they're already interviewing other people and the things like micromanagers they feel so proud about that 
you know they want to make your etsy un- unnoticeable so much that if you say you get upset one day and you're like you know i'm done with this job and you leave by 10 a.m by two o'clock they're already interviewing somebody in the office because they want to make it seem like we really don't care about you look we already have somebody here and that i seen that i seen that yeah, in the company that i used to work for the most toxic place i ever worked for and thanks be to god that that's you know that's all the way in the past but it still shocks me to this day that there are human beings that wake up every day and they're like i'm gonna make somebody else life horrible at, at the workplace and that's that's so sad right but anyways going back to this whole idea about you know emotional abuse and all of that so faith without works is there right and like i said as you get older you start to recognize things about yourself that in my case i'm like i don't want to live through that again right and like i said in that previous episode about emotional abuse i have learned a lot of the times what i do is this right i feel like people around me don't respect my business okay they think it's just something that i do as if as a hobby and they don't respect that i'm separating time for it right um they don't respect you know that i'm you know if i'm presenting someplace i'm doing a fashion show or something they make it seem like it's like you know it's nothing so they they don't care if they have to you know i know especially when my mom was getting sick um maybe a couple years back i would get calls when i would be doing my business at an event saying oh you know this or the other no respect whatsoever you know that i was representing my business and now you're calling me during this event and of course i'm going to answer because you know my mom was getting sick and all of that even though she was okay it was just kind of like an intimidation tactic to kind of put that emotion on me even though i'm trying to represent my company in a different place and of course i will answer like i said because you never know okay what's happening and it's almost like some people will wait for me to be away doing my thing basically representing my brand at a vendor event at a fashion show to start sending me all these crazy messages right um and that to me is emotional abuse it's like oh you're away doing your thing i'm gonna torment you by sending you crazy messages about you having to move out um i will you will come uh, you know there were many times i would show up um to the to the place where i was living and i will find the doors locked um and you're so crazy because these same people will raise you up in public you know it's always that person that will raise you up in public right they raise you up in public that you are you know when you're doing you know something that you know very achievable not achievable very like um you know like people oh you you do fashion something like that they will raise you up in front of the public but at home they will make your life horrible at home and this back and forth personality drives me insane and it's so unstable it's so like hostile it's almost like I can't believe that I didn't respect myself enough to remove away, to remove myself away from that situation. I had to be thrown out. Like it got to the point that I was basically told to move out. Um, it was a big blow up, and I'm like, wow! I can't believe that the the biggest concern right now, even though mom is getting sick, is that. I was being told to move out of the house. Like I said, I would come and find the doors locked. 
um, I will come in and I will go to church in my time that it was my time to spend time at church because um, you know we will alternate the care for my mom and I will be sitting at church right you know I will usually go by the 11 sir, 11 a.m. service by 11 10 I will get messages right when I was at church saying you will need to move out of move out I'm gonna put pack your stuff I'm gonna put everything outside and you know the day before everything was fine right and that I went through all of that emotional physical abuse like that right and looking back at it now this happened a couple years ago looking back at it and I'm like I am I'm still trying to save myself it's so crazy from that situation like when it, the pain is, is so crazy because I'm like where does it end you know it's like today we love you we celebrate you we want to go out to eat and tomorrow I don't want to see you anymore that is insane I cannot live like that you know I cannot have this you know I don't even know whether I, I should be talking right now I don't even know if I'm welcome you know um, it's so crazy it's so crazy but as I get older I and like I told you guys beginning of the year God said to myself you need to stand up for yourself more you need to stand up for yourself and it's like if I'm not standing up or you know trying to rescue myself now like what am I waiting for to die and then be like oh you know I'm not gonna be a victim you know people are so quick to become victims right that's not gonna be my story I need to you know if you're listening to this podcast and you feel um, kind of like connected with it you know please leave me a comment because I understand not everybody there are a lot of people suffering to something like this right when you're trying to do something great in life right there's always going to be somebody close to you who's going to celebrate you in public and in private they don't even want to see your face because they're so concerned about being liked by others so they'd rather do that but they will never say it to your face right and you know that's those are things that I've been learning about myself like I said you know it's almost like I'm still to this day trying to save little Julissa from all the emotional abuse that I had lived through and there's so many but the thing is like when you're younger and something like that happens to you you don't even recognize it until much later in life you know that's why I don't understand sometimes they take kids to therapy and things like that it's kind of hard to to have conversations like that people can say so how does that make you feel right um you know speaking about divorce and all of that that happened in my family looking back at it now i wish we my family as a whole probably would have benefited from having therapy because it's so crazy because now after so many years is when i see i'm like wow you know there there was you know, it's almost, it's kind of like hard to describe. I went to school many years ago, but even, you know, when I was in school, you never feel independent, even though you're far away from home. You never feel like you can have, take that next step to kind of become your own person because the guilt tripping, right, the, the comments and 
things like that. It's so crazy. They they call dependency. It's so crazy. And you know, it, on both sides. I'm not saying that people were codependent to me only. I also rely a lot on my family when it came to when I was away for college for four years. You know that you know I couldn't just I couldn't say you know hey I want to come home for the weekend. And what time? What you know when you want me to pick you up? Uh, instead of finding my own way to go back. And there's always an excuse, oh, you know, the train doesn't go there. Um, the, the train doesn't go, you know, that route, so you got to get it right. And, you know, I didn't try, like, I remember not having my license. I, I didn't have a car or anything, even though I was working. So I probably, if I put it, had saved enough money, I probably had to have my own car. But everything was given to me, so why should I even bother? And that's the thing that I wish I could. I wish we could have, like, at least for my mom, because, you know, my dad left when we were younger, but at least having that therapy to say, you know, um, you at one point in your life, it's going to be, there's going to be a point in your life where your kids are going to separate from you, and that should be okay, right? There's no, there shouldn't be any guilt of, you know, if you're, like, Let's say if I want to pack my bags now and just move away, the shame that people, will, my family will put on me, the guilt tripping, you know, that they will put on me by saying things like, let's just say, you know, she's far away because her mom is sick, she's, so she doesn't want to deal with it, okay? Even though I'm trying to, like, get my life, like, together, you know, there, there will never be that opportunity, right and I tell you this you know every other cousin of mine is allowed to do that but there's something with my family that you know they when it comes to my mom and me and my sister for some reason I do believe it it's almost like the good things that we do are never magnify as much as the bad things that a mistake that we perhaps do right um they're so they will never they always want to say something negative like i have cousins of mine who they follow like the work that i do they will never you know you can pay them to just give me one like on instagram they will never like anything that i post and I can be like, even these are people who go to church and I could be like reading the Bible like I do daily. I could be doing anything. They will never, you can pay them $300. They will not give me a like on Instagram just because it's me, right? And it's like, I will, you know, I'm not saying I, I didn't do like their photos. I like to see them, you know, and they're growing up and all of that. But I remember even, like, this is thing that happened to me when I was in school. I'm like, I did a fashion show, like, my senior collection in college. And, you know, man, when I did that, it was such a great accomplishment. I was graduating college. I'm making my dream come true, being a designer. Everybody knows since I was a little girl, that has always been my dream, right? So being in college and presenting my last collection, my last fashion show, I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing, right? And I remember my mom 
had this phone call from the Dominican Republic, right? And I know it was family and all of that. And, you know, I had a website because I, I went to Italy before I graduated college, obviously. So right coming back from Italy, I'm like, I'm going to do a website for myself because I don't want to, I don't want to look for Julissa Designs in the domain to be taken. So I'm like, I'm going to take it now myself. So my website has been open forever, right? So I posted all the photos on the website, on my website. And I remember my mom talking about my fashion show to a family member over the phone that saw the photos, right, um, on my website. Because back then, Facebook or Instagram were, like, not really the thing, right? I don't think Instagram was even open. Um, so she's like, oh, they want to talk to you. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, here we go. They're going to go crazy about my clothing, right? So I get on the phone and... My cousin that doesn't really talk to me that much, get on the phone. Like I said, this family likes to magnify, like they just want to pinpoint like any mistake that you do, right? And everything that you do, no matter what, is it's the worst thing you could ever do, right? Um, they would never like anything that I do, right? So my one of my cousins got on the phone and I said, hey, I'm doing good. How are you? She's like, well, I saw all the photos of your fashion show that you posted on your website. I'm like, yeah. She's like, I didn't like it at all. I said, well, what did you mean? She's like, do you make those dresses with those fabric choices? You did those models that you picked to model your clothing? I said, these are all my classmates. She said, yeah, but don't pick those models. Don't pick that fabric and the colors that you choose. I, that was one of the biggest shock for me. I can't believe the effort that people go through just to make you feel bad. This person living in a whole different country, spending time on my website, looking at the photos of my graduation for my final collection in college not only do the, you know one thing because i see right you see sometimes when people do something and you're like oh, that's not really my taste but that's just your opinion right i'm not gonna get on the phone and call them and make sure they know what i feel right make sure they understand what i mean by that right because that's the thing, everybody's so proud of their own opinion these days that if they don't like something you do, they make sure you know it. And they make sure that you see that comment, right? And I remember, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how I got off the phone. And I'm like, this lady went through all this length just to make me feel like that. That, I, that everything I did was horrible. This lady doesn't even want, wanted me to explain to her what the collection was all about. It's basically from models, from fabric, from designs. Why did you do that? Everything I did was horrible. I was criticized to the T, you know? And you see it now because even her own family now, they, they, people love to follow you, right? Why are they even following me on Instagram? So that they don't, they ignore everything I post? They don't. They, they. You cannot pay them. I said. To, I said before. You cannot even pay them just to even have them like one of my posts. So you know, it's it's almost like you feel 
self-watched sometimes by the people that really hate you. You know, you, you're always watched by the people that really hate you. So I have my days when I'm like, you know what? What's the point of having these people to giving them access to my work if they don't like anything I do? I, you know, like I said, I would like once in a while some of the stuff they do, but they will not even budge to even like, give me one little like, you know, so why do I even follow this? So I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna follow everybody. But the thing is, like, if I do that, then I'm the hateful one, right? Because it's almost like everybody's looking for you to fall, right? To, to cave in to their temptation, just so they can say, look at you, look what you're doing. Um, it's so crazy, guys. It's so crazy how I see it now. Like I said, I graduated years ago, and I'm like, I see it now. And sometimes, you know, talking about that and becoming a designer and all of that, sometimes I feel like I would be more light if I didn't have ambition, dreams, you know, believe in God, that He could, I could do all things through Him. You know, even having my studio, you know how many people to this day have a, a bad opinion about, how, about me having my studio open? including family members it's not like they say oh how's your studio you know they said you're still open your studio still open wow i'm sorry maybe it's too expensive for you to afford maybe i should just close it it's almost like people are so afraid that you will get success you know people are so concerned for you to make it it's so crazy and the, thing, the crazy thing also is like, man, am I, am I the issue then? So uh, sometimes I feel like maybe if I just don't do anything, maybe I'll be, maybe I'll, when I enter a room, people will like me better, right? So in the last couple of years, I became this person. I became the person that I'm not going to tell anybody what I do. If they find out, they find out. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to show up. I, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, because I never have either. I don't tell people. I don't walk into a room and be like, yes, I'm a designer. Yes, I have a YouTube channel. Um, yes, I do things like that. I have podcasts and things like that. I don't say any of that, right? And then, because previous years too, I went through a phase where I would say to people, they're like, oh, so what do you do in your free time, right? Because everybody wants to get to know you until you tell them what do you do for some reason. It's like there is a change. There is a change in the way they look at you. I will be like, oh, you know what I do on the weekends? I'm basically at the studio. Uh, you know, I make clothing and jewelry, and I like to make collections and do fashion shows. They're like, oh. And it's like, you just ask me a question. I'm thinking to myself, I just answer your question. Why am I, what did I do wrong for you to change like that so quick on me? So I'm like, I don't want to feel myself. I don't want to have that feeling anymore. I'm not telling anybody anything. Because it happens so often where people just don't want to, like I told you, I'd probably be more like, it's so sad to say that. I probably would probably, people around me would probably accept me more if I don't, if I have no ambition. You know, I'm just, you know, I just don't, I just go to work every day, that's all, that's all I do. And it's so crazy, because a lot of these people, you know, 
a lot of these people that I have encountered throughout my life, they criticize to the T every single thing that you do. And then the next day they open their own side hustle business. And now they want you to support them, right? But they will not give you that. They will not give you that benefit that you perhaps was hoping to get from them. That at least they'll be happy for you. You know, and people are like, oh, you know, don't pay attention to that because they're always, you know, it's a copycat. So that's flattery. Um, that's just them trying to copy you. So you should feel good. Oh, don't dismiss how I feel like that. So quick like that. You know, it's so crazy, but I have seen it happen so often. Sometimes I'm like, the way people say things about my studio people that would never pay five dollars to buy a a necklace that I made on clearance people that never pay the rent at my studio always tell me you know oh you still open you still do that and nobody's around when I say oh yeah I'm having a fashion show oh okay good good for you right always so dismissive right and I don't know what that is when it comes to the, the reaction towards me. Am I supposed to just not do anything so, so that they can feel better? Am I supposed to just not walk by faith and, and see what God can do in my life, with my business? And people forget, like, I have a simple full-time job, right? And I had my business open for so many years now. Even through a pandemic where you see so many stores closing. And during the pandemic, my business took off because I was making face masks. And it's like, who would have thought that I would survive the pandemic as a small business owner that doesn't really sell a lot, like ever? But God said to me, start making the face mask. And my business took off. And it's been two years after that. I'm running out of time, guys. Thank you for listening. God bless.